This week we'll talk about a new way to play your favourite Game Boy titles on your computer. Plus the Nintendo finally reveals the newest member of the Nintendo Switch console family. This is episode 29 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the weekly podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. Today it's just me and Barry. No Anthony again. Yep, this should be a nice quiet episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, what have you been up to this week then? Um... Well, life's getting back to normal, so it's mostly been a case of rushing around, so I've not had a, a lot of time gaming. I must admit, I've only been playing a bit of New Genesis, although, hopefully tomorrow, I should have my signature edition of Alex the Kid in Miracle World DX. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So, I managed to order that after Scott Pilgrim and receive it before Scott Pilgrim. You're really bitter about Scott Pilgrim. Uh, no, I don't, I don't mind waiting six months for something. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. At this rate, it's going to be quicker to have another child than it is to receive Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I I don't know whether you're hinting there or something. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I am actually hinting. I want my Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> but apart from the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've actually been playing a bit of Dark Souls 3 again. Oh, there's a surprise. Oh, well, yeah, it's got to excited no. for golden ring uh, no, I've, up. I've literally had enough time to play 15 minutes to do me dailies on new genesis and that's me lot that's all i've had time for yeah well the world's opening up again so we've got less free time on our hands <laughs> not for me well, isn't. i literally only got home from work about an hour and a half ago and i'm going to bed after i've recorded this that's true you, you do have little free time as it yeah. is but then again you've been in the office the entire time haven't you well, yeah. Uh, well, talking about not being able to play any games, have you been using your Xbox All Access subscription much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And taking I, advantage. I, I actually play a fair few of the uh, PC games as does my wife, which is incredibly handy. I've got, to, I've got to admit, Xbox All Access is a phenomenal value service. Oh, absolutely. But I feel like I'm not getting any value from it at the moment. Between not having time to actually play anything and shadow doubling the price of what used to be my way to play games on PC, I've not been playing anything. But you now have the ability to play Xbox Cloud Gaming on your Apple devices. Yeah, I did have a quick go of it on on the Mac through Safari, and it does work. It's just latency. It's it's not good enough. It's probably teething issues. I reckon those mm. will get ironed out pretty quickly. And I don't believe that I'm usually quite perceptive of latency issues. Certainly barely ever noticed it on Shadow. But I don't know. I just don't feel like xCloud or, or whatever it's called nowadays. Yeah. I just... Needs it, a bit of work. Technically, it is still in beta, but I just don't yep. think it's ready for prime time. What I would say is, though, if you pick your games wisely, like, you know, don't pick Forza, you can actually probably have a decent enough time with it. Something like Octopath Traveler. Oddly enough, I did try Octopath Traveler, and it is technically playable, but I was having issues where I tap up, and there was like half a second delay between me actually pressing the button and the character moving, and it, although I could play it, it it didn't feel like a good experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see where you're coming from on that. I mean, yeah. Input delays are never nice. I'm sure it'll improve. Um, I'm positive. Oh, yeah. 
I I just I don't know. I don't know if it's Microsoft's end or my end. I just don't know. I I imagine it's probably a mix of being a new service, being on a new platform, and a lot of people have probably rushed out to start playing it. So it's probably a multitude of things that will just get easier, better over time. That said, though, talking about all access, the fact that you get cloud gaming, your Xbox, PC, uh, PC and Xbox Game Pass, all for what is a really low monthly price. You've got to remember as well, you get a couple of free games every month with games well, with gold as well. Yeah, yeah, that is technically true. Well, to advertise Xbox All Access, have you seen Microsoft's very 90s-inspired boy band advert? Wasn't it actually a song from the 90s by that said boy band? No, have you not listened to the lyrics? It's all there. Next-gen console games, friends, Well, it's it's what definitely I mean, yeah. in tune with. Uh, I I couldn't tell you what boy band, probably Boyzone or. Oh, it is! Take it that. is absolutely a '90s style boy band. I I thought it was an actual '90s boy band singing a parody of one of their songs. Oh yeah, it's definitely a parody. I, I don't think it's an actual boy band though. Oh right, but I I've... suppose it's I suppose it's technically a band made up of boys. Yeah. I guess maybe. True. Yeah. Um, so, anyone who hasn't seen this advert and appreciates late nineties, early two thousands cheesy Earth boy bands and hairstyles, I guess, should and definitely go and watch. I didn't say any shell suits. The, the girl was wearing a shell suit. No. Nah, just make sure she doesn't stand next to a sparkler. Then. True. But I'll leave a link to it in the description. So, should we actually go on to the news now? Yeah. Yes. So, going back to the Game Boy. If you wanted to play your Game Boy games again, but didn't want to get next strain trying to orientate yourself in the right direction for that little bit of light coming in from the streetlight outside, what about connecting it to your PC and actually playing them on your nice big 4K monitor? It would definitely be... I'm not sure how it'd look in 4K. I'll be, I'll be honest there. It'll but, look super blocky. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Are you playing the Game Boy or are you playing Minecraft? <laughs> <laughs> you can play both. <laughs> but true. But it's a cool... And it's another, it's another, we've talked about archiving a lot. It's yes. another one of these ways where you can play original cartridges on a, P, on a PC. I mean, surely that's the emulation dream. Well, I think you're getting a bit ahead of yourself here. You've not even actually told the listeners True. what it is we're talking about. Yeah, so it is the GB Operator, which is a new device which literally plugs into your PC and allows you to plug in the original cartridges. Um, it's even actually got some counterfeit detection. Yes, actually, this was the feature I actually wanted to touch on. So it's Epilogue who are making this. And we have talked about 
docks come into the PC. There are some available already. We've mentioned Piepacker are bringing their own one to market so that you can play your own games on their service. Yep. This new dock, though, as well as allowing you to play your Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games, lets you rip them to make backups. Apparently lets you copy a ROM back to the cartridge. Interesting. I, I don't know how that'd work. Maybe you need a rewritable cartridge, perhaps. But one of the nice features is if you've got Pokemon on the Game Boy or Game Boy Advance, there's a good chance it's probably fake. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen them in our local cash converters where I'm looking through and thinking, that, that game looks a little bit off. And I'm like, yeah, it's a fake. You know, instead of saying Game Boy Advance, it just says, game! <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, that's fake. I'll, I'll pass on that one. Some of them do look a little bit better than that. <laughs> Some look better than others, but they're usually a little bit off. Well, you can actually plug it into this, and it'll tell you if it thinks it's a genuine copy or just a bog-standard copy-copy. I mean, that is that is quite a cool feature, especially for collectors. Yes. I do feel, though, collectors probably wouldn't need a device like this to tell them. Yeah, you I, you rise on that. Yeah. <laughs> Just look at the cartridge. If it's a Phillips head screwdriver and it's easy to get into, definitely not Nintendo. (laughs) Though what I will say is, though, the price, I'd say, is about right. Yeah, I haven't... I don't know how much this is going to be over here, but how how much is it in dollars? $49.99. No, I think think $50. So, say if it came out £35, £40, I don't think that's a a bad price. It's really reasonable, I think. The device itself looks really high quality as well. Yeah, and when you're comparing it to similar devices that are out there, it definitely comes across as a lot more reasonable than some of the other devices. Yeah, probably the closest I can think of. Is it the Retron GameCube player or something? We've talked about it previously, yeah. The difference with that is that plugs straight to your TV. Well, yeah. Whereas this needs your PC or laptop to be like an intermediate between that and the display. Just even backing up your saves from games. You know, if you're replacing some of the batteries in some of your old games. I, I, I still remember the day when I plugged in Pokemon Red and found out the battery had died. Oh. And my full 151 Pokemon Pokedex <sighs> was gone. Oh, harsh. I know. I never cried so much in my life. <laughs> I can believe it. Ah, <laughs> uh, but no, even for features like that, just backing up your save. Yeah. Well, this is actually due out next month as well, so it's not too far away. And I believe this is available through the website. Is that correct? Yes. Right. Yep. Well, if we can find information for a price in the UK, then we'll chuck it in the description as well. Going from one Nintendo handheld system to one that's kind of a handheld, but also not. A a hybrid console. A hybrid, yes. The new Nintendo Switch has been announced. Hey! Are they just calling it the new Nintendo Switch? Because this is what Nintendo do. Nope, they're calling it Nintendo Switch. With OLED! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, go Nintendo with your jazzy new names. So essentially it's just Nintendo Switch. But this one's the OLED one. Um 
we'll go through what's changed. So yep. we'll go through what's changed, what's nice. Screen's got a little bit bigger compared to the original standard switch. Whole so it's got of an inch. <laughs> Who doesn't like an extra point eight of an inch? <laughs> um, so six point two inch to seven inch. Physically, the system hasn't got any bigger, so it's just the bezels have got smaller. So right, what most tech companies are doing nowadays: get rid of the bezels, keep the same footprint. Which you know that that's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's obviously an OLED screen. It's still seven twenty p. But it, the colors are going to look much better on it, especially yep. the contrast with the blacks. What, one of the things I was actually most excited about, well, not excited about, but happy to see, was it's got a proper stand on the back now. Oh, what you mean? It's not got a little kickstand that you accidentally nudge and it just snaps off? Yeah, a kickstand that's off to one side. So, like, anything beyond breathing on it funny knocks it over. Yeah. No, this is more of a Microsoft Surface style stand. So oh, it looks we, like it's the back sort of flips out slightly. Yes, so it's the entire length for the back, so it's a bit more stable and it's adjustable to different angles. That's cool. Yep. And so that that I was quite happy to see. The storage is doubled, but nice. that sounds more impressive than it is because it's only thirty-two gig to sixty-four gig. It's still it's still doubled. Uh, yeah, it is. It's still not an awful lot though. I mean, in fairness, these things have expandable memory, so that's not the end of the world. They they do, but it's it's micro SD. It's not the fastest memory in the world. Yeah, especially with a lot of Nintendo Switch games now require parts of the games to be downloaded. Yeah. So even if you buy them as a physical copy, you're not getting the full game. And um, one of the worst ones for that, actually, just going a bit off topic, is Mega Man Legacy Collection. Oh, that was terrible for it, wasn't it? How can you not fit all of the Mega Man games on a cartridge? Obviously, Cap- obviously, Capcom have gone much smallest cartridge. Oh, that'll do. We'll fit like half of it on that, and just tell everyone to download the rest of it. Yeah, never mind the fact if you don't have an internet connection. Well, well, yeah, or, or more likely in five years when Nintendo take the service down, that's it. You can't get those games back. Well, yeah, there is that. Oh, anyway, back on topic. Um, so apparently it's also got improved audio. Doesn't say how it's improved, it just says it. Well, doesn't the dock also come with a wired option for the network? Oh, sorry, yes. It's got a new dock, which for a start looks like it has better cable management out the back because it has like a nice big slit rather than that little tiny hole that you can't quite fit all your cables through. But yes, it does come with a wired Ethernet LAN connection on the back of it as well. So you well, don't have to go out and buy USB dongle for it. Apart from that, depending on which version of the console you get, you can either get it with white controllers and a white dock, which looks quite clean. For about or, five minutes. <laughs> for five minutes. <laughs> I bet design-wise, not, not grubbiness. <laughs> or you can actually get it with the neon red and blue controllers, and it comes with a black dock. So Nintendo have confirmed you can use your old Joy-Cons on it and vice versa. All accessories will fit. That's good. Some cases, however, that cover the back might not just because of the new stand. New kickstand. Makes sense. The docks are also interchangeable. So if you have a old Switch and you want to chuck this into your old dock, 
you can do and vice versa. However, it does say your switch may need a firmware update if it's the older one using it on the new dock. Right. But beyond that, and a £30 bump up in price, not an awful lot's changed. I've got to admit, for the age of the Switch now, I think it's due a bit more than just a bigger screen and a couple of little tweaks. Overall, I think it's a bit underwhelming. Yeah. I think if you don't have a Switch and you are about to go out and buy one, this is good value. For an extra £30, I think this is definitely the one I'd go for. Yeah, though I think if you've got an existing Switch of any sort... Yeah, there's just, no reason to go out and buy this. I mean, it, we we joke about 0.8 of an inch. That's not a lot of screen growth if you've got an existing one. No, no, there's nothing on this that if you've got an existing standard switch that would make me go out and buy it, to be honest. Yeah. It would have been nice to see perhaps some um, a new processor which can handle power better so you get a bit more battery life. Or just something that really would have stood it aside than just it's a bit bigger the audio is a bit better and it's got a, it's got a somewhat decent kickstand yeah i would have liked to see a better processor just to give it a little bit more grunt I, i'm not talking about 4k and i don't expect or really want 4k out of the system it's not designed to be a 4k machine it's designed to be a pick up and play machine 720 is fine for it 1080 obviously would be ideal, but 720 yeah. is certainly passable on no, as a mobile screen. I have, an, I have no issue with 720p for the handheld. I just wish it could actually hit that 720p, though. Well, Again, I've mentioned it before. Xenoblade Chronicles, absolutely gorgeous-looking game. But as soon as anything intensive starts happening, the resolution just plummets, and it just looks like a blurry mess. Yeah. If, it, if they could just get that so it hits that 720p, that that's all I'm asking for. I'm not asking for it to be twice the power of the original one or anything like that. Just just a little bit more grunt so it can it can hit maybe yeah. 600p, 720p, you know, just something a bit higher. Yeah, just that little bit extra power yeah. behind it. Even if it warranted a bit of a slightly higher bump, like say 50 to 60 quid instead of 30 quid, yeah, just yeah, to give you that definitely. slight more processing power, it'll be worth it. We know processors can get this sort of resolution. Again, just look at your base model iPads. Well, they're yeah. pushing much higher resolution. Well, yeah, the uh, the current iPads, some of the games on those, you would not think, oh, that's a mobile game. Genshin Impact's a really good example of that. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's pushing that at a higher resolution. Yeah, I mean, I I even remember on the old old ipods the ipod touches infinity blade i think it was called yeah by epic games yeah that was a stunning looking game for its age on the hardware it was running on yeah and that don't forget that was running on like the iphone 4 maybe even the 3gs i was running it on my ipod touch yeah which yeah (laughs) like in in all fairness i think the switch is better graphically than that but definitely I don't know. I, I just think it was a bit of a missed opportunity to have a slightly better processor in. Not not necessarily to go, oh, this is the new improved graphics one, just so it can hit those higher resolutions more often. Yeah. 
definitely. And at the risk of becoming a meme, it could also do with, uh, you know, Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think that Game Pass would look really good on that OLED. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. not only that, it could absolutely then run at 1080. Mm. Because, you know, game well, Xbox Cloud Streaming has now been upgraded to Series X's. Yeah, well, only docked, because the screen is still only 720p. Well, yeah, obviously. But I, I think it's a good good value proposition for compared to the original Switch. Yeah. They are keeping the original Switch around at 2... Well, I assume it's going to stay at about 279. So I, I find that a bit of a hard sell. £30 yeah, difference for, between them. Yeah, for what you get in the 30 quid difference is not a great deal. Yeah, so unless they're planning on reducing the price of the standard switch, maybe have like two hundred or one eighty to two fifty. One eighty for the um for the lights light, and then two fifty ish for the switch and then three oh nine for the switch wave OLED. It would make sense as a pricing model, but do we need three different versions of the same hardware, effectively? I don't think so. I think they can get rid of the original Switch. It'd be, I'd be surprised if, after Christmas, they kept it going. Yeah, I, I think it makes the most sense having the, the current Switch, or the new Switch OLED and the light yeah. being the, the mainstay Switches. That would make sense to me. Speaking of Switches, have you seen the PC handhelds that are Heavily inspired by the Switch. By heavily inspired, do you mean blatant ripoffs? Yeah, I, I was trying to be <laughs> subtle about it, but yeah. Well, I don't know which one you're referring to, but I have seen quite a few of them. Yeah, I. I like them. The problem is the price, though. Yes, that so, is the problem. I think most of them start around £800, don't they? So yes. You could buy yourself two new Switches with OLED. And a Switch Lite for the same yeah, price. But they don't run Game Pass, whereas these would. <laughs> <laughs> that aside, yeah. I like the idea of them. Yeah. However, until Windows gets running on ARM chips at a decent sort of performance and then everyone migrates their emulators and games across to those yeah. ARM chips. I, I can't really see them taking off more than a niche product. Yeah. I, I, I think... don't, don't get me wrong. I would like to have one, but I would imagine they're going to be heavier than your Switch, louder than your Switch, generate more heat than your Switch, worse battery than a Switch. Oh, you probably have about 10 minutes worth of battery power in the things. Oh, double the game gear, then. Well, that's true. That is true. You see people walking around with uh, multiple different battery packs just dangled around them. Just the a car battery hanging off the belt. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like the 90s all over again. Instead of a boom box on the shoulder, they've got like a bandolier of uh, battery packs. Do you not remember for the Game Boy and the Game Gear, the um, external battery pack that used to clip onto your belt? No. The Game Gear one, I'm sure, was even an official accessory. It's like, it was like a, wow. a big battery with a belt clip on it that you clipped onto your belt, and then a cable that had run up to your Game Gear to plug in so that you could play it. That says a lot about the Game Gear's battery life, to be honest. <laughs> it was cheaper than six bloody AA batteries. Especially when you need to change said batteries every five minutes. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, do you know what? I've got two Game Gears, and I genuinely don't think I ever played them on batteries. I used to use, I think it was my Master System plug. So I only ever played my Game Gear at home. Well, yeah, because you, you couldn't. It just didn't have. That's why the Game Boy was so much more popular. Yeah. The batteries actually lasted a relatively decent time. Yeah, especially Game Boy Color. I used to remember that was, oh, yeah, Game Boy was, was great. Two AA batteries last me like weeks. But I remember when the SP came out and it didn't even need batteries. You just plugged it in and charged it up. Yeah, and you yeah. could get a good four to five hours worth of playtime out of that. Oh, I think it was much more than that. Playtime, I mean, not just... No, no, I think I think you probably got like more? double digits easy. From what I remember, for the, I, I suppose it would depend on your light setting, but yeah, yeah, I remember definitely getting massive amount of battery I don't know time out of that. Double digits, but it was, it was a good battery life on the thing, though. That's for sure. Do you have a quick look? Just give me a sec. Okay. A few moments later. Right, just that quick look. So on its brightest setting, the SP got seven to ten hours, but on the dimmer setting, it could go up to fifteen. That's really impressive, actually. I thought it was less than that. Well, it's much better than the uh, Switch's two to five hours. Well, yeah. But the Switch has a lot more power behind it than the SP did. I should hope so. <laughs> well, yeah, it's got a good couple of decades worth of uh, development time over it. Yeah. Well, worrying thing is it was only about 15 years between the launch of the GBA and the Switch. Don't be saying things like that. It was only a decade and a half. The Switch is not allowed to be that old. (laughs) What, What, five five years old? Yeah, the Switch is not allowed to be five years old. It it got released yesterday. Does it mean... Well, instead of saying it's five of something, what if I say it's only half of something? So if I say it's half a decade? No. Does that sound better? No. You sure? No. Well, just think, since the Switch launched, all you could do was have a kid and send it off to primary school. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, no, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Time's passing too quickly. I know. In all fairness, it does feel like the Switch only came out about a year or two ago. Yeah. It's... Yeah. But going, going back to these um, inspired PC... <laughs> Not inspired, inspired. Inspired. I I just find it difficult that they'll take off. Yeah, well, it's cost compared to the power of them, I think, is the main sticking point. As you say, until Windows fully supports ARM processors and the graphics chips needed to keep these things at a somewhat reasonable weight, power consumption, and well, size, they're not going to take off. They're going to be a, a fan thing. Yeah, they're definitely going to be an enthusiast sort of machine. Like, I do believe they have got one of the three things right that they need. So they have got the performance. It does not yeah. need to be 12-core ray tracing, oh, no. 32 gig of RAM or anything like that. I do think... The performance, whether it's the integrated Intel or the AMD APUs that they're using in these things, I do think they're adequate. I don't think people should be expecting to play games at anything really beyond low sends at 720p. Yeah. However, 
they definitely have not got the price or the energy consumption. Yeah. So they need big fans, which makes them physically a lot bigger. I know the Switch has a fan, but how often do you realize it's there? I, you, you don't. Mm. You don't. I mean, even when the fan's active, it's very, very quiet. Yeah. But it would would be nice to play a lot of the games that you would play on the Switch on these handhelds. You know, you could get them on Steam. Um, one of the RPGs I'm very slowly working my way through at the moment is, um, I think it's called Atelier Ryzen. Oh, right. Um, I'm sl- still slowly working my way through that when I get a chance to play it. I am sure there is a mobile game for that coming out because I am bombarded with adverts for an Atelier game. Yeah, as from what I can tell, there is precisely 10 trillion different games in the series. Yeah, that sounds about accurate. Yeah, I bought it on the Switch as a digital game. Because, unfortunately, it's a physical game. It's well over £100 now. But I could have got it on Steam for much cheaper. And in my mind, well, Steam's likely to still be around in five years where the Nintendo eShop... Anyone? Uh, yeah, not so much. Yeah. Uh, j- just off Nintendo's past record. Please prove well, yeah. me wrong, Nintendo. Please. So, here's a question for you. Go on. Bit, bit unscripted, if you will. We've been talking about handhelds for this episode. It's a bit of a, an impromptu handheld special. Mm-hmm. Of all the years playing handhelds, which one's been your favourite? Probably either the Vita, right, or the that. PSP game. Right. Okay. Yeah, I can get behind those. I'm not saying they are the best, but they're probably the ones that I've played the most on. Not not even played the most on. Um, just well, the ones yeah. I personally I have enjoyed the most. That's yeah, that's that's a fair shot. I mean, I I quite enjoyed my PSP. The mm. uh, screen's going on it sadly, but it's a decent enough handheld. There's oh my! Wrong with it. My PSP Go. I got it out when we were looking at games on the PlayStation Store when they yeah. were take it down. That screen, it still looks fantastic. It's not an OLED screen on the PSP or anything. This yeah. this um, Vita that I've got in my hand here, yeah, this is the nice big chunky boy one, which has got the OLED screen. This this looks fantastic, and this is a 540p screen or 520p screen, I think. It's looks just a shame. Fantastic. The, it's just a shame that Sony had no love for the Vita. <laughs> yeah, everyone loved the Vita except Sony. I've said this before, but Sony just pushed it out to die. They re- I don't understand them, though. Why they did that, I do not no. know. After them, I would... Oh, actually, do you know what? No, probably probably the Switch, if you count that as a handheld. Okay, yeah. Is probably number one, but I've got a special place in my heart for the Sony PSP yeah. and the PlayStation Portable Go. Specifically the Go, because that's the one I've got. Yeah. So you're not counting the Switch... Because you just can't deny how good a console it is. Yeah. The Neo Geo Pocket Color. Oh, sh- oh I forgot about that. Yeah, I thought you might have. Uh, do, you, do you know what, though? The the Neo Geo Pocket Color. <sighs> it was a brilliant... I mean, the the clicky little D-pad yeah, on that the thing. the micro-switched control stick on that. Even oh. when your batteries ran out, it was just fun to fidget with. <laughs> It was a brilliant handheld console. There were some amazing games on it. Yeah. Do you know what? It's just a shame it was very niche. It was. It had some great games on it. it was, the beat-em-ups on it were amazing. <laughs> yeah. King of Fighters R2 and 
SNK versus Capcom. Make sure you get that the right way around. Yeah. Was fantastic. Sonic's Pocket Adventure. Oh, another great Sonic game we didn't even talk about in the Sonic uh, episode. Yeah, that, yeah. The first Sonic game made by Sega for a non-Sega console as well. That, that fantastic game. And that Micro Switch controller. Every game. Fantastic. I actually want to go and get it now and just... Just give me two seconds. Give me two seconds. More moments later. Right. Just gone up in the loft. I've got my Game Boys. <laughs> loads of various Game Boy colors and pockets. And oh, they're, they're a brilliant little... Chunky boys. They're a brilliant little console, though. I mean, my dad is... <laughs> I'm surprised your dad hasn't rubbed these off me. So am I. Ah, there we go. There we go. I don't know how well that comes across on the mic. It comes across surprisingly well. It's very clicky. Oh, what have I got? Oh, King Fighters R2. Say, aren't aren't you glad I asked that impromptu question? Might go and get some AA batteries and check my horoscope as well while I'm at it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got, got a Game Boy camera in here. You know, in case you want to take a picture of some woman in... You know what? We talked about that GB operator. The camera and printer works with it. Oh, right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you want a, I don't know, 100p photo taken, um, I don't imagine, know if it's imagine, that, to be honest. I think it's 120 lines. Is it 120? I think, it, I think so, or 128, something like that. I think um, I think that'd be interesting if you could route it through as a webcam. Imagine your next Zoom call. Oh, God. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love some of the accessories, like these Master Gear converters. I've got a couple oh, of these. That was a brilliant thing with the Game Gear, being able to put Master System games in there and vice versa. Yeah. Even if it did make the Master System game, like, tiny. Well, yeah. To be honest, the only game I can ever remember having an issue with was Populous. Sonic was pretty hard to play. No, Sonic Sonic was fine. Sonic 2, the first boss where you couldn't actually physically jump high enough to dodge the balls. No, you're thinking of the Game Gear version of that. It's easier to play the Mass System version on the Game Gear. Right. Because it's zoomed out, so you've got a bit more time to respond to the bouncing balls. Fair enough. I knew it was one of them was much, much harder to play. Yeah, they, but then again, Sonic 1 on the Game Gear was, the first boss was so easy because it was crunched in a little bit robotic floats lower so you can just jump and hit him he's floating along the top and kill him before he attacks you can we see if there's any battery life left oh my god has that actually just turned on <laughs> wow that's been that's in held lo- its charge that's been in a loft for years that was me uh game boy advance sp that has held its charge really well that was the one that your dad didn't rob but i don't think you'd let him nick your pikachu one Oh, let's put them down there. Well, is there a, is there anything else we wanted to talk about tonight? Uh, no, I think we completely derailed from what we were originally talking about. I mean, we kind of we kind of stuck with consoles, the handheld consoles at least. There was guess, a theme, I guess. I suppose the last thing, probably, I I know we kind of said this before, but would the new Nintendo Switch with OLED be something that would interest you? Because if I, I didn't already have a Switch. Yes. Because I know you're in the same situation I am, where you're 
Switch for one reason or another. Nintendo doesn't let you go online. Yeah, there is that. Mm. I'd be tempted. I know in the past you've said that. Yeah. Well, so especially if a certain pass of games came to the system. Oh, 100%. I, I know you've said you'd definitely <laughs> go out and buy another Switch then, but would this be enough to get you to go for it? Or if maybe there was a £50 discount for the newer version of the standard one, would that be your choice? Or even a if Switch Lite? If we're talking more than 50 quid, probably the the older version of the larger Switch. Yeah. Less than 50 quid, it'd be hard not to go for the newer revision yeah i think for the 30 pound difference that it currently is um it's definitely a no-brainer to go for the new switch i mean yeah okay the extra screen size is nice it's the double storage that's the big one the difference in screen technology the contrast yeah exactly an oled i say double the storage you're getting a dock with a built-in ethernet cable if you know you did want to go online for a wired connection It, that's what I say. It, for the for the right sort of difference, yeah, absolutely. To be honest, it's the it's the kickstand that sells it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe a it. kickstand that's actually usable. I snapped the kickstand off my own a while ago. It, like they just pop off and clip back on. Oh, yeah, easy to go back on. Yeah, I don't even know how long that kickstand wasn't on there before I realised. Just just didn't realise. I think it, it was only when I looked at the back and went, "Oh, the kickstand's gone." See. My son, from time to time when he's playing it, will use the kickstand, but it's not great. Yeah, especially if the game has any sort of touch inputs on it, because if you touch yeah. the right-hand side of that switch, Whoop. it's just going to spin round or fall over, yeah. or spin round then fall over. Well, that's it for this episode. If you'd like to see more information on anything mentioned during this podcast, you can visit us at retrogamingdads.co.uk. You can also support the podcast and get ad-free episodes at patreon.com forward slash retrogamingdads. We've been the Retro Gaming Dads, and we'll see you next week.